Welcome back to Safe Talk with Safe Start. I'm Danny Smith, and today we're going to continue changing things up a bit here, giving you some additional tools to use in your training and focusing on, well, Safe Start stories. You know, Safe Start stories are always central to this learning process with Safe Start. So from time to time, we're going to bring you some additional stories, some of our stories. Uh, sometimes it's personal stories or stories that have inspired us. Today, we've got with us Joe Tantarelli, one of our consultants, and Joe's going to share a story about something that happened with him. And what we'll do is we'll go through. The format's very similar to what we've had in before. If you've heard a few of these, we're going to go through. We'll have Joe share the story, and we'll give you an opportunity just to pause the podcast, and you can have a group discussion about the states and errors and the critical error reduction techniques, more importantly. Certainly talk a bit about how bad the situation could have been as well. Then we'll come back and review those for you after after you have had a chance to talk about it in your group, we'll come back and review it here on the podcast. So uh, that being said, uh, first of all, Joe, welcome. Good to have you with us, man. Thank you, Danny. And I appreciate you inviting me back. I, I love doing these. Well, cool. Well, you want to jump right in? Absolutely. Just just to let you know, I'm a professional at what I do. <laughs> or so I thought. Anyway, I was doing a... Um, uh, safety day keynote for a company and and we were traveling all over and the uh, client was with me for most of it. But when I fly, uh, I'm a freak about this and I got everything written down. I actually do a virtual walk from uh, gate to gate on the map on the airports. I, I know, I know, I know. But when I'm with someone, for some reason, it completely changes the whole game. So I did really well until I had to go with the client at the Denver airport to get a rental car and ride with him to, to Wyoming. So he and one of his coworkers are there and I'm following them and everything's going fine, but I'm trying to stay close enough to them. So I don't cause any problem. So we get to the escalator and somehow I got I being kind and I let quite a few people go on. And, uh, I looked down there and I thought, boy, these guys are getting pretty far away from me and I don't know exactly where I'm going here. So, I'm watching and they get down there to the uh, tram and I'm thinking, oh, the doors are getting ready to close. There's no way they'll make it. Well, to my dismay, I look there and I said, oh my gosh, they got on. So I beat feeded it off of that escalator and I took off running and I've got a backpack and a roller bag and the doors are getting ready to close. And I'm going, oh my gosh. And I, I do this last ditch effort, jump into the tram. Well, my client, Joe, once he got in there, after he started running in, he stopped abruptly. And I was on the verge <laughs> of getting shut into the door with my backpack and my roller bag, so I couldn't stop. And suddenly, somehow, I bumped into Joe right at the knee level from behind. And he almost went down, and he grabbed the rail really quick. And I thought, oh, my gosh, Joe, you almost took out a client, and you're with Safe Start. So I tried to back myself up against the wall to try not to create any more embarrassment. And I grabbed hold of the strap and this lady was standing there with three children. I saw her look up to grab a strap and there were no empty ones. So in kindness, I, I let her have the strap. She had enough on her mind. And I just backed myself into what felt like a corner so that I could wedge myself in so I wouldn't fall down when the tram took off. Well, the tram's getting ready to come to a stop and this guy that's next to me pushes me a little bit kindly and says i didn't want us to have any trouble here and i thought man this guy's in a hurry to get out of here well i had no idea what he meant so i gave a little bit more room to him and backed up against the wall 
And suddenly I realized I had made a terrible mistake. What I had backed up against was the door of the tram where you go to luggage and rental cars. And that's what this guy was trying to get across to me. But I was totally clueless because of my embarrassment of what I did to Joe. And when that door opened, it felt like there were 10,000 people trying to get off of that tram at the same time. And I'm right on the edge of the floor backwards. And Joe said, I was standing out there in the hallway going, turn around. But he didn't understand that I couldn't turn around because I was surrounded by people. <laughs> and when I thought about this, Danny, I said, oh, my gosh. And then I started thinking back of all the things that had embarrassed me in my life. And I thought, man, oh, man, I wish I could have learned something from those to keep this from happening. And I still had to go and, and present to these people after I almost killed Joe. Uh, but it, it could have been so much worse. My goodness. Um, when I backed up and that door opened, if that guy wouldn't have given me somewhat of a warning, I would have been right up against that door. Um, if I would have gotten turned around, uh, first of all, I could have fallen out backwards and landed mm -hmm. on my head on the concrete. Sure. Second of all, if I did get turned around, I'd have probably lost my balance and fallen forward. So anyway, you look at it the, or <laughs> to start the whole process, if I'd have injured Joe, first of all, he, he's. Joe won't like me saying this, but it's true. He's vertically challenged, but you don't want to say that out loud to him because he's, he is a martial arts expert. So if I would have heard him and he would have been able to get back up, I think he would have done the old jujitsu on me and I'd have been in, in trouble. Uh, at, at, at least I would have taken out the safety guy and could have been a whole lot worse for him. So, all right, great. Well, we'll pause this for just a second now. And uh, if you would uh, take a moment and internally, as we talked about a moment ago, uh, just have a discussion about the state as Joe was uh, first of all in a hurry there, just get on the train. Uh, and then to, uh, as he potentially fell out of the train or nearly fell out of the train, <laughs> right? Give you a chance to think about the states that were involved there, talk about the errors as well. And uh, you can also think about those critical error reduction techniques and be sure to talk a, bit, a little bit about how it could be worse as well. Joe kind of led us up to that as, as well already, but take a moment, discuss that, and then we'll come right back in just a moment. And Joe and I'll have a conversation about that and confirm what we've been talking about. All right, gang. So uh, how'd you do there? Well, Joe, let's talk about this a little bit. First of all, kind of an unfamiliar area there. So uh, I'm thinking there, you know, even though you may not have been familiar with the area, we travel all the time, right? And so yes, I'm, I'm guessing maybe some complacency. Is that fair? Absolutely, my friend. Like I said, when I'm by myself, I got my ducks in a row, and I would have never allowed that to happen. But yeah. with someone else, I let them take the lead, and then I do my best not to embarrass myself, which I failed. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, definitely. Yeah. By the way, Dr. Rick from Progressive, I think, wants to talk to you about having those notes <laughs> and all there. Uh, uh, anyway, that's another story. Um, sorry, sidebar. Uh, I couldn't resist. Stop. Uh, anyway, uh, so it's obviously a bit of rushing there as you're trying to get on the tram, right? Yeah. Oh, there was a whole bunch of rushing there. Sure. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, which uh, I guess that in turn put uh, uh, Joe in the, the line of fire, right, as you ran into him. Mm. So certainly that happened there. And then after you get on the tram and everything's rolling there, no pun intended, and it comes to a stop, <laughs> then uh, sounds like maybe some complacency there, just not really thinking about the the wall being a door, oh, right? right? Mm -hmm. 
absolutely. And how many trams are set up like that? And if I would have thought about that, and, you know, I don't think I, there's probably twice in my whole career that I actually stayed in Denver when I went through the airport. So, sure. you know, yeah. Yeah. And thinking about the critical error reduction techniques, first of all, any other states that you you noticed there or, or felt as we we're going through that? I don't want to just assume that was all. No, you hit the nail on the head. I was ex in an extreme hurry trying to catch up with those guys. And uh, I was very comfortable with riding tramps. Sure. For, sure. Yes. Yeah. So definitely could have lost your balance there. Could have, could have been a line of fire, even as you said, if you just, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, yeah. it's a potential uh, line of fire and or balance Absolutely. tracker grip there with, at the end when you, uh, the doors opened, if you will. Mm -hmm. So thinking about the critical error reduction techniques, let's talk about those real quickly. And you said you've had some things that have happened through the years that, kind of led you to, to realize, hey, maybe I need to reflect more on some of these things, mm, right? So absolutely. Where, where would you go with that? Absolutely. Our friend Jack Jackson has a story. He He's going to be mad that I didn't use that story, but this one relates perfectly to that because I got stuck in a, a revolving door at an airport trying to not make a mistake and, and get embarrassed. And I just happened to be in the same wedge as Jack, my very first trip out with him. So a consultant beats themselves to death on why you didn't why you didn't use the certs. And I think I did analyze close calls and small errors, but I had no idea that it was ingrained to me in me since I was a child because of uh, extreme shyness yeah. growing up. So you you almost set yourself up for it. And right. I this time I actually analyzed all those close calls I've had in my life and realized that's it. Why that's so hard to get a handle on is because it's ingrained in who you are yeah. uh, from a young age. So, Very good. So for all of our listeners today, hopefully you covered pretty much the same states and areas there. Again, if you didn't get everything exactly the same, not the end of the world. Uh, Safe Start, again, is about having conversations about these stories, not necessarily saying every checkbox is exactly the same, right? So think about this today as you're going through your day. As you have some of those little small things, those small errors that happen to you throughout the course of the day, don't just let them go by, right, Joe? Stop Absolutely. Absolutely. Bit. Even the most minute because the same human factors are creating issues with the minor stuff and the major stuff. Sure. So, so definitely yes. analyze those close yeah. calls because yeah. that, thinking about them in those terms can really help prevent things from becoming much, much bigger or having a bigger incident, right? Sure. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and then go ahead, Jack. The self triggering. Sure. Uh, you know, what is the worst case scenario here if I wouldn't have made the tram? They'd have waited at the rental car place for me, for God's sure. sakes. I, yeah. I acted like it was the end of the world, right? Yeah. And then practice and building the habits, mm -hmm. the, most definitely. Sure. You know, I find that for me, rushing is uh, one that I really struggle at times to self-trigger on. I've gotten much, much better with it, I think, through the mm -hmm. years. Maybe I've just gotten older and I've slowed down too <laughs> much. Uh, although uh, I, I, I do find myself trying to do many, too many things at one time quite mm -hmm. often. So that's probably <laughs> my other downfall there. But yeah, I, I've, I've noticed that the self-triggering on the rushing seems to be difficult for a lot of folks. It takes practice, right? It sure does. It takes time sure and practice. Does. Yeah. Very good. You mentioned habits. Anything specific with the habits that you were working on with that? One that's probably helped me the most since getting involved in Safe Start was moving my eyes before I moved my hands, feet, body, or car. Looking for the line of fire potential with that door and with the not anticipating that Joe was going to stop when he finally made it into sure. the tram. 
and looking for things that could cause you to lose your balance, traction, and grip. I was relying on that so-called wall behind me to keep me from falling, and it, it could have been the actual tool that caused the fall. Sure. Very good. Excellent. Well, folks, thanks for joining us today. And Joe, thanks for being with us again. Great story. And uh, I hope this helps everybody just kind of frame some of the stuff that's going on for you during out during the course of your day today. And again, think about those close calls that happen and uh, don't just let them blow by you. Stop <laughs> and think about them a bit more, uh, more so maybe than you have in the past. So uh, that's our time for today. Thanks again for joining us. Hope this has been helpful for you. I'm Danny Smith for Safe Talk with Safe Start. Have a great day. 